Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to our daily time of scripture and prayer. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here of Priests for Life. Feel free to leave your comments in the comments, your prayer intentions, so that we can all pray for one another. As we delve into this word today, we are in the great days of Advent. This is the in this final week before Christmas a special focus, of course, on readings pertaining to the actual birth of Christ and special invocations given each day for Jesus under ancient biblical titles, and I'll chant those in the ancient Latin uh, so that we can enter into this tradition and invoke the Lord as he comes. So let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you, Father, for sending Christ. You sent him to save us from our sins. Lord God, we repent of those sins now so that we might be better united with him in the new life he gives us. Keep us on guard against temptation. May we always reject the occasions of sin, and may we daily rejoice that you have given us your forgiveness. May we proclaim your word. May we be watchmen for the house of Israel. May we admonish the sinner. May we raise people up and onto the right path, the path of salvation, which is the person who comes to us, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let me do a couple of readings for you here because we're going to want to tie them together in this Advent theme that very much gives us the pattern of the culture of life. First reading is from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous shoot to David. As king, he shall reign and govern wisely. He shall do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell in security. This is the name they give him, the Lord our justice. Therefore, the days will come, says the Lord, when they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives who brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but rather, as the Lord lives who brought the descendants of the house of Israel up from the land of the north, and from all the lands to which I banished them, they shall again live on their own land. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of his everlasting peace. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of his everlasting peace. O God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. 
Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of his everlasting peace. For he shall rescue the poor when he cries out, and the afflicted when he has no one to help him. He shall have pity for the lowly and the poor, the lives of the poor he shall save. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of his everlasting peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous deeds, and blessed forever be his glorious name. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of his everlasting peace. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary, who was betrothed betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention. When, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. He brings us back, and he is with us. Those are two key themes that come through in these Advent readings. And they are key themes of salvation and of a culture of life that rejects abortion and welcomes every child. He brings us back. He set his people free from slavery in Egypt. And as Jeremiah says, the people will also celebrate another liberation. He set them free from exile in Babylon. The people had been punished because of the killing of children and other violations of the covenant. They were dispersed. They were brought off to to Babylon. But a remnant came back when God raised up Cyrus and said, go back, go back to your homeland, go back and rebuild your temple. And they came back. And in all of this, God showed himself to be the rescuer of the helpless. The Lord, our justice, is his name.
He rescues us because we are helpless to raise ourselves up from sin, from the power of death, from the evils in the world. We can't fix this ourselves. Always makes me laugh when I see the secular humanist manifesto. There have been various versions of this document where really it's a Tower of Babel declaration of independence from God. Our founders made a declaration of independence from tyranny and dependence on God, but secular humanist manifesto essentially says we don't need God. We will save ourselves. And my response to that always is, what are you waiting for? Humanity hasn't lifted itself up from its own evils and problems. The Lord is our justice. The Lord, our justice. In other words, the God who intervenes in situations where his people cannot save themselves. I have heard the cry of my people who are being oppressed. God said to Moses when he raised him up to go set the people free. And therefore he saves the unborn. You and I are involved in the greatest human rights cause of all time. And we have to keep saying, the Lord, our justice. Because in Christmas, he brings us justice. He brings us reconciliation with the Father, freedom from the ancient slavery to sin and death. And therefore, what this works out to be in practice is his people also rescuing the helpless among us, rescuing those it's in our power to rescue from the power of the same evil of death. When we save children from abortion, whether by speaking about it or working in pregnancy centers or marching for life or sidewalk counseling or electing pro-life candidates, passing pro-life laws, all of these things save lives. And maybe just putting a bumper sticker on your car or a post on social media. Once again, these words are fulfilled. The Lord, our justice, and God intervenes to save the helpless. Why does he do this? Because the foundation of this salvific intervention of God is that he's always with us. Now the Bible begins, God is with them in the garden. Our first parents walk in intimacy with God. Now they lost that by sin, but God came as a savior precisely to fix that. But his intention, his commitment is to be always with us. And so we have here in the Gospel of Matthew, right in the first chapter, the name of the Savior is Emmanuel. God is with us. We see at the end of the same Gospel of Matthew, before he ascends into heaven, what does he say? As he commissions those apostles to preach the Gospel to all the world. Behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. So the God who at his birth is called Emmanuel, I, I, God is with us. Jesus, before he goes out of sight, repeats, I am with you. And at the very end of the Bible, when we are gathered in heaven, that heavenly Jerusalem, the book of Revelation says, and he, their God, will be with them always. And when we look at the culture of death, we look at the culture of abortion. Friends, it's a culture of isolation. The mom isolated in her despair. The dad, too, isolated in despair. 
that leads to the violence of abortion. And the sense of isolation and despair constantly leads them to that mistake, that act of violence that kills that child. We say to the people tempted to have abortions, and we also say to the people who feel isolated and in despair because they have already had an abortion, I am with you. And we say, we are with them, I am with you, because we all say together, God is with us. God with us is what counteracts the temptation to abort, counteracts that sense of isolation and loneliness that brings somebody to the door of the abortion facility. It's not freedom of choice. It's the power of despair. This is how we do it. This is the culture of life. Let's pray, and let's start with this antiphon. O leader of the house of Israel, who appeared to Moses in the burning bush and gave him the law on Mount Sinai, come to rescue us with your mighty power. That's what this prayer says. And that's what we do. As we are saved, we save. As we are rescued, we also rescue the helpless. And the most helpless are the unborn. Oh, Adonai, et dux domus Israel, qui mosi in inye flame rubia paruisti, et ei in sina legem dedisti, veni ad redimendum nos, in brachio extento. Lord, our justice, rescue us, Father, as you rescued your people from Egypt. Rescue us, saving Lord, as you brought your people back from exile. Rescue us, our God, as we Seek freedom from sin and death. Rescue us, Lord God, as we speak for the unborn, who have no voice, who have no power whatsoever. Lord, rescue them through us. Our voice, our vote, our fighting for them. Show yourself again, Lord God, to be the God of justice and of rescue, the God always with us. May we be with one another. We lift up for each other our prayer intentions and our needs. Lord God, show your constant love. Show that you are our justice, our rescuer. Show that you are with us as you answer all our prayers. We pray now in the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Uh, make sure that we connect on social media. I'm at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. Some of you are watching on those platforms right now. God bless you, and we will talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.